Hello, everybody, and welcome to the unofficial Elder Scrolls podcast. I'm your host, as always, Pylon, and tonight we have a little bit of a late episode, but we're happy to finally get in, getting back into the saddle and the swing of things. It's been, I feel like, a while since I've actually been here, since I was away last week, and then this week we've got a whole other set of things going on, so we'll talk about that in a little bit. But first, why don't I introduce our guests? So beneath me, you'll see there is nobody. Because Lost in Hyrule has abandoned us. So we have decided <laughs> to replace him with the Lemon Turtle. And I think I we're like all it. pretty happy. Yeah, I think we're all pretty happy with this choice. So that's cool. Um, but as people who are here, Baratron, can you tell everybody a little bit about yourself for anybody who may not know? I am British and it is two o'clock in the morning. Um, and I'm <laughs> I'm an admin on the UESP Discord. I'm the guildmaster of the uh, UESP Guild on the PCNA server. I also do a few things on the PCEU server, and I don't know. I'm I'm just a I'm just a hoopy fruit. A hoopy fruit. A hoopy fruit. Yeah. Okay, I totally don't know what that word means. Okay, so. <laughs> no, no, no. Right. So I was uh, looking up last night because because of a conversation on the Discord, I happened to be looking up um, some things back from when I first got online on the talkers that I used to use back in the in the mid to late nineties, and uh, all all of the uh, old language is in my head about how we were spods and we were doing spodding and we went to spod meets and all of these things. So yes, but a few hitchhikers references in there and. Well, I still Let's know move <laughs> Let's move on. Uh, and Alara, you're back. I feel like it's been a little while since we've talked, but that yeah, could also be because I just haven't been around too. So can you tell everybody a little bit about yourself? I'm Alara, and I'm an admin on the UESP Discord and forum, and I edit the wiki and do a little bit of the social media stuff. So, yeah. I always feel like I'm forgetting something. <laughs> there's, probably, it there's so many things. Yeah. And in the middle here, we have AKB, who appears to be playing a something a little bit different. Well, I'm just playing Skyrim. What are you talking about? It looks a little different than the Skyrim I'm used to. But pretty sure it's just Skyrim pylon. That's true. It's sunny. And it's not green. <laughs> <It's green. laughs> yeah. And I'm not stuck in a wagon. I've actually never got past that part of Skyrim. It's just, it keeps reloading. Same, actually. I've never actually uh, played anything past that. I just get my head chopped off, and that's it. That's game over. <laughs> that's basically <laughs> yeah. the game. Beyond that, I'm uh, AKB. I'm an admin for the UESB. I have been for some time since some period be that wasn't that was sometime after I was born, but sometime earlier than today. I also run our social media to some level, and am involved in. A lot of the going-ons in UESB. Just so like see... this one. Yeah, like this. Just like this. Awesome. Well, I think that's a good time to move over into our scholarly pursuit so I can tell everybody all about the crazy week I've had.
Okay, this is a section of our show we call the Scholarly Pursuits, where we discuss all the different things we have been up to in the Elder Scrolls universe. Um, well, I let Alara, who has didn't realize we'd be doing a show tonight, get caught up and write down some of her pursuits. I'm going to start off and explain <laughs> to everybody, A, why we are so late on getting this show up and what I've been up to. Um, so this weekend, if you may not know, was Canadian Thanksgiving. Um, which incidentally had nothing to do with the fact that we didn't have a show on Monday because there was a bunch of other problems. Um, but that did mean I had like no time to play any games. So I think I logged into Blades once, Legends a couple times. I did the Oblivion Gauntlet and got just absolutely totaled. Um, I did get my horse armor though, so we'll talk about that in a second. Um, and I logged into ESO to be able to get my daily reward and logged out and that was basically it. And then I was getting ready to get on the show on Monday and do everything. And I foolishly last week updated my Mac to the latest version of Mac OS, Catalina, which is the Catalina wine mixer. Um, And OBS no longer worked anymore. (laughs) Because why not? And it's funny because like I looked through all the compatibility things and it was like, OBS is compatible with this update. So I was like, great, it'll be fine. Why do I even worry about this? And then I updated and it completely failed to work. Um, so I've got to work around foolishly now, but... believed the compatibility. Oh, I know. It was, it was just <laughs> it was just a struggle. And I'd, I'd been waiting to update. I, like, I waited like a week or so to update because I was like, I want to make sure everything's good. And then I was like, okay, well, OBS failed, so we can't really do the show because I have literally no way to record it. Um, well, you know what we'll do? Then we'll do the show on Tuesday. That'll be great. And then Tuesday comes around, and my youngest son gets croup, which, if you don't know what croup is, it's essentially laryngitis, but for when it's a small child that gets it, they call it croup because it closes their air hole. And so we had to take him to the emergency room right after I like finished up from work and I didn't get home until late last night. So we missed the show again. He's fine. Everything's good. So nothing to worry about now, but it's just, it's been a week. It's been a long week. I need a drink. So I need some of Alara's skooma or something <laughs> that you made. Did you ever try, try that? The, the skooma, skooma you, made? you made another batch, I think, right? Yeah. Did I've it turn made, out? Yeah. Two batches. I actually plan to make a third this weekend. Oh, nice. It's okay. really good. I recommend it. Sweet. Send some up. Because I'm sure there'll be no problem of you sending <laughs> random unlabeled alcohol across the border. <laughs> I can't see any problem. Um, so, moving on from that, let me see what AKB's been up to. I have had a pretty good week. Just jealous. N- not destroying my computer with unnecessary updates. <laughs> not going to the hospital. I'm really happy about that. Every week I don't go to the hospital. I go like, ooh. <laughs> uh, beyond that, just been enjoying my life, you know? Like, there's some projects uh, that I worked on that we'll be talking about a little bit later, but not, can't really talk about that right now. And I apparently murdered my baby sister and mother and now my father set himself on fire. I'm so. really disturbed by, by this mod. <laughs> yeah. And um, also the it's... fact for our audio listeners, he is describing what's happening on screen 
and not what actually happened in his week. So please well, don't call your local authorities week. and report AKB. He didn't do any of this. But yeah, this is this is uh, very graphic. Yeah, bring me a nice Got crisp a piece of meat, which <laughs> is which from from the sounds of things, it sounds like it's um, human meat. I'm just uh, but but this mod is clearly not set in the old scores universe because the daddy is talking about the creator. What? Uh, Nah, this is definitely Elder Scrolls. That's about all I've been up to. Awesome. So, let's move over to Baratron. Baratron, what have you been up to? Uh, I have been up to taking advantage of the double experience bonus in Elsewhere uh, to level my characters on PCEU. And I got two characters from level 49 to CP 49, which was pretty good. Um, it's so weird, though, because those those early CP levels, there's because of the way they've, they've changed it and, and introduced the, the catch-up mechanic, there are now those materials that you just breeze through and you literally need for five hours, like um, the birch, the calcinium, and the, oh, dear, I can't even remember the two. Um, top grain hide and crash fiber. It's like you need these things for such a short period of time yeah. because that you use them for CP ten to to thirty, and they're really expensive. If you actually look for them on, on Guild Traders, they're like fifteen to twenty five uh, gold per per item. It's like yeah, okay, and I'm, I'm looking at this and thinking they really need to. Um, rejig the whole the whole material system because you you go through that so quick i mean yeah okay there was double experience bonus and i was using experience scrolls but even then uh you know, i was i was in that cp 10 to, to 30 range for, for, for about five hours anyway um so it was on pceu now on uh na uh we had the first ever UESP Guild completion of the Veteran Sunspire trial. Uh, we got the amazing score of 72, which apparently mm. is what... No, 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 it's terrible. It's what everybody gets on their first <laughs> time because that's when, uh, you know, you've run out of... You, you get a bonus for... It's called Vitality Bonus. So you get a bonus for the number of players, uh, number of characters still alive at the end. And you get a bonus for the amount of time you've spent. And obviously, if you've spent um, five times the amount of time that they expect and everybody died a whole bunch of times, then then you get, uh, they actually start taking points off your score. So, you know, you kill a boss, you get 15,000, but oops, everybody died. So they don't they take points off again. Now, the reason why this is actually kind of uh, sweet, I suppose, sort of poignant, we were actually the first ever guild to play Sunspire, to play the Sunspire trial at all. And this was back at the Bethesda Gameplay Day at, uh, at PAX East. And when when we showed up, there were like nine of us, and there were ten computers. Uh, Finn, who's the, the dungeon lead, uh, Jessica Folsom, who's the senior community manager, um, some of the other Zorg staff, they very kindly allowed us onto the PCs together, and we had... I think it was 15 minutes in which time to make a character get into the trial and kill the first not even the first boss kill the first little pull of, of enemies and yeah even though we're a social guild we're not a big you know we're not one of those guilds that's always on the pts practicing we're just 
know, just just ordinary, fairly ordinary players. We actually managed to finish the veteran version of the trial, and you know, I think that's quite an achievement, even though the score sounds terrible. Sometimes um, scores. Sometimes the real score is the friends we've made along the way, Baratron. Well, very much so. <laughs> the completion. The completion is the is the yeah. is a good. No, it's awesome though. Anything else you've gotten up to in the Elder Scrolls world this week, or is that your highlight that you're uh, killing dragons, saving bears? Yeah. <laughs> Not killing That's any bears. Really. No. <laughs> Don't kill bears. Awesome. And Alara, now that we're finally gave you some time to compose <laughs> your your own scholarly pursuits, what have you been up to? Yep. Well, it's just as well we didn't have the show last night because I wouldn't have been available. I went to see the musical Hamilton. Ooh. So that is that uh, in-universe? <laughs> <laughs> is, is that in uh, Elder Scrolls universe, Hamilton? <laughs> That'd be interesting. Actually, that um, would be interesting. I'd like, <laughs> remake Hamilton with a story from Elder Scrolls and make like an Elder Scrolls musical. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> I remember oh, uh, AKB wonder... once was uh, like... Uh, do, doing like a parody of like the opening number, like with uh, the tribunal, I think it was. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it was on our Discord for a while, okay, I think. I need to find that later. Um, I'm pretty sure the channel was deleted since it was a long time ago. But <laughs> yeah, anyway, aside from that, uh, I've been playing the new uh, Witches Festival Quests and Blades. Um, I realized when there's about three days left of the Dragon event that there was an event going on in elsewhere. So I got some event tickets. And then Legends, I participated in the Oblivion Gauntlet. Did not do well at all, but I got my horse armor cards. I didn't do <laughs> no, I, I got, I think, one win out of three runs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, yeah I, think what, I think all I did was I searched the word invade and added every single card I could into my deck. And then I searched the word Daedra and filled up the rest <laughs> That's, that's yeah, basically, I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> I just want my horse armor. I don't have the time. Because I felt like, really, if I'm looking at it, I only have time for, like, ten games that yeah. I was actually going to get played. And if I had kept winning, it would have been that much harder to do it. And I'm like, I can just get this. Yeah, and I guess part of it for me, too, is that I decided to play when I had a poor connection on my phone. And so, like, my... Uh, connection dropped and i had to it like auto forfeit because of that so that was uh, part of it too but yeah yeah at least i got them through i didn't have to spend all weekend yeah that's not bad then cool cool well i think we have a lot of news to go over so let's move over to our news Okay, so we actually have a lot of news to cover. I'm just scrolling through the list, and it's like the extra couple of days gave us time to add more things in. Um, so, AKB, do you want to get started with some of the UESP news that we have for everybody? I have some extremely exciting news of Ooh. two varieties. Ooh. The first is, of course, we are getting ready to start our holiday giveaways if you're newer to the Elder Scrolls community, or particularly the UESP community, you might not know we usually hold 
some event to give back to the, the community or we as we have done for the last several years we usually hold some way we usually acknowledge the holiday season by giving away something back to the elder scrolls community we've done various things over the years pins uh we've got given away a lot of the games like geez that's crazy i think about how much that of those we've actually given away uh these really cool maps uh but this year we are returning to an idea we had in 2017 and that is to have a calendar now i'm not gonna put it up on screen yet because it's still in early production but it's coming along very nicely and i am super excited to show you guys it oh showing that's the old one this is the old one yep. i'm showing from 2018 yeah. i'm glad somebody had it yeah so. i had it handy because we talked about it last time and i dug for it and i couldn't find it so then i realized it was in the one box that i didn't search for so oh because well, <laughs> i was just sitting here looking around the room thinking yeah, oh like, oh so somebody should have got that <laughs> yeah i don't remember where i put mine i got mine from it was when I just first joined the ESO guild and I won a raffle. That's how I got mine. <laughs> I was very excited about that. And that's... Like... Yeah, it's... We like doing stuff like that, giving back. And super excited that we're going to be continuing that tradition into a 2020s season. So there'll be various events. Uh the more longtime editors and admins usually get them automatically. You just have to basically say, hey, I'm still part of the UESP community. For We usually also have some specifically squirreled away for the guild. You may want to talk with your local guild uh, representatives like Air Baratron about that. There will also be some given away over social media where You'll see some events where we go like, oh, hey, like this or reblog this or whatever for that platform, and you might get one. And there might just be some general raffles on the UESP itself for everyone else. We might have other plans, too. We're still going over it all, but that's what we did last time. And I'm really looking forward to getting to present to you the fish product really soon. You missed one thing, which is if you are an important and interesting staff member for Bethesda, uh, Zenimax <laughs> Online Services, um, oh, what's they called? Sparky Pants? Spanky Pants? Sparky, Some Sparky Pants. Sparky, Sparky yes. If they want one, please let me know. I will send you one. And then you can write your secrets on it. And then you'll and realize, <laughs> and then you'll realize too late that this isn't paper. This is a tablet, and it's been streaming to a server this entire time. <laughs> now nah, we're not. We're not actually going to try to steal secrets that way. But it was cool to know that the 2018 calendar did have legitimate secret plans written on it were there 
yeah, they told us they used oh, it. Oh, right. To, they did use it. Yeah, right now I'm remembering. To, yeah, because <laughs> it was super convenient because, oh, hey, this holiday's coming up. Allowed them to plan ahead. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, so that's some exciting news coming. So make sure everybody stays tuned for more information. Maybe we'll even give away one on the show. Dun, dun, dun. Awesome. And AKB, did you want to announce our other news? Do I want to announce our other news? I will. So the UESB has another great holiday tradition, and that is to give back to charities. We have supported various different ones over the years, but this year, our big one that we're looking at is Extra Life. And our goal, well, these are very preliminary plans, is to donate at least 5000 as a community to Extra Life this year. Yeah, so I can explain a little bit more. So if you're not aware of what Extra Life is, it's a yearly event where kind of it brings people who play video games together, and really any games, not just video games, uh, as a way to give back to your local charity. So what you do is you sign up on the website, extralife-org, and you pledge an amount of money that you'd like to earn. And then what you do is you essentially, like if you've ever done Relay for Life or any of those kind of things, you play games for 24 hours and raise money the whole time for charities. Uh, So what we're planning to do with our event this year is later in December, uh, not on the official game day, which is November 1st, but we're going to be doing a 24-hour stream of the podcast, which should be absolutely crazy. Uh, Don't worry, other guests on this show, we are not going to just be us doing the 24 hours (laughs) the entire time. We'll be mixing it up with a lot of other personalities from across the community to make sure that a lot of people can help out and do certain things with these ones. So if you want to join our team, though, and help us raise money, uh, I put the link in chat and I'll put it in the show notes that you can go and sign up for um, sign up for yourself. So it'll be really awesome. Um, I can't tell you all of the details right now, but I can let you know that I have personally issued a challenge to the Lore Seekers podcast and the Tales of Tamriel podcast uh, to determine who can raise the most money, and it may involve members of each of the podcasts doing some humiliating and embarrassing activities to, for whoever raises the most money. So That is, the USB <laughs> will win... We'll win this, and the other podcast will have to do something embarrassing. Or, if the UESP wins, the UESP folks have to do something embarrassing is more like what it might happen here. Uh, so you mean yourself, right? <laughs> exactly. Um, so we've got some fun ideas of what we can do to incentivize you, because what better way to raise money than making yourself look like an idiot? Um, so I think it should be a lot of fun, and we'll be playing around. You'll see some more messages about that. But yeah. Make sure you get a chance to check out Extra Life. It's a fantastic charity. I've been involved with it for, I think, seven years now. I've been doing it for quite some time. And I've been, I have my medals around here somewhere from all the different activities we've learned and raised money. So I'm really excited to do it with UESP this year. Uh, it was one of the things when I first came on to host the podcast with one of the initial ideas I thought would be really fun to do as a community. So there'll be a lot more information on that coming soon. But in the meantime, feel free to sign up, join our team and have some fun raising money and play video games and help save kids. It's kind of a win-win. It's a great way to do some guilt-free gaming, as I always like to say. (laughs) 
Awesome. The other cool thing we're doing, um, if you check out our Discord, which is at discord.gg slash UESP, we're playing a game of Molog Ball, which nobody probably knows what that means because I'm pretty sure we just made it up. Um, but if you ever played Werewolf or what's the other, Mafia? Is that Mafia. the other version? Yeah, Mafia. Kind of a text-based role-playing game where things happen uh, during different times of the day. We've built an Elder Scrolls version of the game. Uh, so a lot of the Discord, a bunch of us have been going in and playing it. And as I said with my crazy weekend, I haven't actually got as much time to commit to it as I wanted to because everything's been up in the air. But it's been a lot of fun. I think everybody's really enjoying it so far. So it could be, have you, you played it before, right? Yes, I, I basically created the more different, the world set where it's not just werewolf. Because it was just werewolf before it, and that kind of frustrated me. It's <laughs> still just werewolf, though. It's you have a bunch of people go in. There's a small informed minority working together, while a larger uninformed population has to figure out who the group is that is killing everyone. And it's a load of fun. It's just like real life. Yeah, just this is just like your day to day. Yeah. Uh, we might actually do a stream of the game, mind you, without all the, most of the extra stuff, just like, oh, do, 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 like, just basics, and uh, just for fun at some point. Awesome, yeah. So that's been a lot of fun. And so I think that wraps it up for UESP news, and Baratron, do you want to get us started on some of the ESO news? Okay. Well, ESO allegedly is finally patched to run on MacOS Catalina. It does. <laughs> it does, confirm. actually. You're I've sure? been playing. It's great. All right, that's good. Okay. Now, the Dragon Rise event ended on Monday morning. And as we found out last week, we did unlock all of the Dragon Rise rewards. And it was pretty crazy because, you know, you got a box. <laughs> and you opened the box and there was stuff in it. And then there was another box. And then you opened, you know, box two, and there was stuff in it, and box three. And I was like, hey, it's like Christmas. It was great. It was so, I, mean, I totally thought it would stop after three. I got stuff like um, a like... tunable. There were tunable crafting tables in there. I mean, they're bound to you, but, but, but you know, still. still useful for the guild. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, there were, uh, bo like, within that, there was a box that had five pieces of armor. Yeah. And which would be at whatever level you opened so so you know boxes within boxes it was like wow it was Which really great did i open them on i really hope i opened them on my max level characters now <laughs> Just well if if you didn't and you didn't um the the armor box you know it'll say it's like i don't know whatever level say it's like level 47 but you can i think can you transfer it might be character bound i don't know i think i sure. opened them on my werewolf so we should be fine in your werewolf okay I don't know your werewolf, but okay. It's 50, <laughs> it's 50 so it's fine. Right. Uh, okay, and the Slave Dragon Save Cats events continues until the December the 9th. And, uh, you know, just a reminder of that, when dragons are defeated in game, Xenomax Online Services will donate one US dollar for every five, brackets, five, uh, dragons slain to animal charities up to a maximum of 200,000 US dollars. How many dragons now, did we end up with at the end of last stream? Uh, we did we did 
10 last week but i've actually got the figure in as of today but that was on monday um let me just let me just check what what the up-to-date figure is for the amount that we as a community have raised there right we assumed that we assumed we were doing it would be then yeah here we go uh, five, uh, 56,910 US dollars have been raised. Wow, that's like $10,000 in two days. That's just UESP, mm-hmm. too. No one else has helped <laughs> that's us. That's just UESP. <laughs> Fake news. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so the, the two charities are Best Friends Animal Society, which is uh, aiming to bring the US to no-kill shelters by 2025, and Four Paws, which is an international charity which is interested in helping uh, creatures like bears, wolves, tigers, you know, generally quite large animals in both in captivity and in the wild. So if, you, if you're at all interested in animals, I would go for that. Uh, there are also sweepstakes, if you are of age and live in a country which allows it. i got the list of countries here. I'll uh, see if I can go through them. It's a long list. Yeah. The United States, Canada, excluding... Quebec, Belgium, Czech Republic, Denmark, Finland, France, Germany, Hungary, Ireland, Mexico, the Netherlands, New Zealand, Norway, Russian Federation, Sweden, Switzerland, and the United Kingdom. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's a good fine print voice. <laughs> it yeah. is, rather. Um, um, yeah, so it's pretty cool. They've got a lot of cool things that they look like they're giving away on there, I saw. They've got the wall-mounted dragon head trophy, um, the digital crown store collectible item packs. They've got t-shirts, crown packs, crown crates. Um, I saw in one of the pictures, the Rathstone tablets, uh, look to be as one of the items that you could actually win. I do this to, cause everybody knows what I'm talking about when I make this notion with the Rathstone tablets, cause they're like the magnets. Um, they had a lot of really cool stuff in there. Yeah. There's also mini prizes, I believe, which include, uh, the October one has, uh, four in-game pets and, um, each of the, each of these will have 25 winners. Um, November, four in-game mounts. December, four in-game homes. Oh, awesome. And you can earn up to 10 bonus entries by exchanging tickets um, during the in-game events for Indrick Berries or Indrick Feathers. Um, we do have the dates for the remaining events, uh, which are going to be the Witches Festival, the Undaunted Celebration, Dawn of the Dragon Guard, and the New Life Festival. And the Witches Festival begins next week on October the 4th at the usual slightly strange time. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> 24th. Usual slightly strange time of 10 a.m. EDT or 2 p.m. GMT. Awesome. Yeah, the, I like that you say usual time ever in referring to anything happening with the other schools online because there is <laughs> no just, usual time. Well, most most events do start and end at that time, but just every so often they start and end them at like 7 a.m. EDT instead. And I'm like, mm-hmm. 7? 7? <laughs> it's just craziness. It is very odd, but yes, 10, 10 a.m. They have. they have said it's 10 a.m. Like, like usual. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Um, yeah, so the other thing that happened, I don't believe it was out uh, last week when we did the show, is the Dragonhold uh, prequel quest. Was it out last week when the show happened? Was it Monday mm, or Tuesday? No, it came, out, it came out on Tuesday. It came out on Tuesday, yeah. So go through and do that. It's a lot of fun. There's a grappling hook uh, kind of new mechanic in there, which seems interesting. I'm curious to see if they expand it throughout the rest of the um, DLC. I don't know for sure. But it was pretty cool. It was fun to do. So I won't spoil anything with that. So make sure you get a chance to take a look and see what's going on there. 
Um, and I believe there was another. So the Crown Store, we've updated that there were um, the Ebony Blade outfit style is now available until October 17th. So make sure you get in there and buy it for 1,200 crowns if that's something you're looking it's for. The usual thing, 10 a.m. EDT. So you haven't got to very long left on that one. No, you've only got, you've got about 12 out. Yeah. More, uh, yeah, 11 and a half hours, hours isn't yeah. it? Something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then the Toxin Doctor costume will return on October 17th until the 21st, um, and it's discounted for ESO Plus members. Uh, the Wraith Home in River Spire will be released on October 17th, and there are some limited time items available until October 21st, which is the Gout Fang Sench Rot and the Pocket Watcher, which is cool. It's like a little, uh, the little uh, watcher that can follow you around. It's creepy. So, yeah, it's super it's creepy, creepy looking. Last time these we didn't have prices now we do um the central art which i think is a mount is 500 mm-hmm. crown gems and the pocket watcher is 300 crown gems it's a lot of crown gems of course it yeah. is until we were saying it out loud but uh you know they have the pocket mammoth uh so i assume it's named after that but when you say it out loud pocket watch or <laughs> like yeah. pocket watch <laughs> i wonder if that was intentional uh, it's cute though yeah in a you know the the tentacles and the eyeballs and it, you, you spin it around and there's more eyeballs in the back of it oh, okay that's a lot of eyeballs hmm. yeah. where else are you supposed to store your extra eyeballs <laughs> everybody needs extra eyeballs yeah. very useful awesome well i think that covers it for all of our eso news alara did you want to kind of go over what what's going on in the legends universe yep so last week i believe it was uh thursday the Jaws of Oblivion expansion was released. So that gave us uh, at least 80 new cards, including a lot of new data creatures and a new mechanic called Invade, which when you first play it, puts an Oblivion gate out. And then for every card that has Invade, it gets stronger and gives your data more bonuses. Um, it also included a new playmat, new music, and there's uh, two theme decks. So uh, last weekend they had the Oblivion Gauntlet event. If you've played the Gauntlet before, it's, um, if I remember correctly, because I'm not that good at it, I think it's, you keep playing until you get a certain number of losses or something. But um, in the past, they've given bonus cards for entering um, these Gauntlets. Um, There was alternate art ones, I think, for the most part. But for this one, it was a very fun special card. It was Horse Armor. (laughs) And uh, very much like the Horse Armor in Oblivion. It gives a little bit of extra defense to a creature that has it equipped. And it also makes the card premium, which means that it's uh, shiny and kind of animated. So, yeah, it it gives a a little bit of defense and makes it pretty. (laughs) Yeah, so we really enjoyed that. Um, Pete Hines commented on Twitter. Uh, He really enjoyed it, too. One Uh, of his first, in fact, that's basically his return to Twitter. Yeah, it's been a while since he's been... He's been tweeting anything. like on and off little things, like but it's mostly been like retweeting yeah. like charity. This was uh, like yeah, this was his first on his main account. Him tweeting something instead of replying or and interacting with people. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So uh, USP is Ilaro, uh, the mud for him. Not to be confused with me. He was in the top one hundred players for the whole event. Uh, I believe he said he played. Uh, uh, aggro monk um, anti-invade deck and so he ended up at position 78 with 23 wins and 7 losses so congratulations to Laro and news for this week is uh, this weekend's event will be 
be the Noble Gaunt, which means that you can only use common and rare cards. Now, believe it uh, matters which set they're from. Just those rarities. Yeah, I don't. I think it's just the rarities that matters. That's that's a kind of a, a weird one, because we've had the common and only in the popper of gauntlet, and the yep. was it the royal gauntlet was rare and above. I believe so. Yeah. Now it's no legend. This is actually one I actually might be able to do fine on. Are are they unlocking everything for this one? Do we know? Uh, let me take a quick look. I have the um, article up. Um, it doesn't say. Anything about that, no. Because if it's not, this is one I actually might be able to do. Because I'm like, on pretty much all of the sets, I have like 100% completion for common, rare, and then like 75% yeah, epic, the and then like 5% for legendary. So. Yeah, so it'll cost uh, one event ticket or 150 gold to enter. Awesome. Sweet. Um, it seems to be the week of new content in all of the games, which was actually... I remember being excited about to talk about it on Monday, but we never get a chance. But uh, Blades itself also had a new patch. Uh, 1.4 came out, which was awesome, and it's the Witches Festival theme. Um, Alara, you said you've been playing some of the some of the yeah, matches. I haven't. I've only got one of the quests done, so you might be able to actually speak a little bit better to it. Um, they're just kind of um, spooky themed. Like, there's one of them where uh, you go into like a a castle or something and there's necromancers there so the whole time you're hearing creepy whispers and they also if i can bring it up on my phone here have um changed your town to a nighttime theme with all kinds of uh awesome. spooky decorations so yep i'm loading my game right now so i can show it i think that's potentially quite interesting um because it does make you wonder if they're at some point going to introduce a full uh day and night cycle you can even see it on the uh loading screen there or the main menu screen if i go to town who's waiting yeah <laughs> loading screen so it's all oh, yeah. yeah it looks really cool oh. <laughs> See, you can see there's like spider webs and stuff all over and there's different uh items that you can craft or buy in the store too like uh cauldron and stuff like that scarecrow yeah i think i got eggs for decorations now all over the all over my place i got from this i did the spider quest and it was a lot of fun um oh yeah i, I think i did that one yeah, too but i haven't done the other ones yet i'm really happy with the content release that they're doing though i think it's been good I would like. I still want to see the PvP, and see what that looks like. I think they're taking their time very intentionally on that because they want to do it properly. I'm hoping, um, but there's still a lot I would like to see on in the game. But I'm happy with the new content that they've been adding. It's been a lot of fun. It's been kind of what I've expected it to be. So, yeah. One thing also that was included in that update is they overhauled the spellcasting system so yes. that um, it's. Uh, the spells have been really buffed and also um, they don't cause as much damage to you like the wall of fire one because that one caused a lot um, and I know that there was a, like a free respec I don't know if that's still ongoing I can double check I think the article I believe it's over now I but, think it was yeah, they had the that. week yeah. uh, which was nice I went in and respect all of my stuff because there's a lot of stuff that I thought was going to be good and I ended up never using so 
I moved down to just having like three three skills on each side, and just that's it now. Awesome though. So that kind of covers it for the news. There was a lot of new content. We had the Dragonhold DLC. We got new Legends expansion, and we got a new major patch in Blades. So there was a lot of stuff to go over this week, so it'll be fun getting in there. I really want to get into the full ESO DLC, though, the Dragonhold, I think, now. We're starting to get into Pylon's hibernation time, where I can actually just, like, have zero desire to go outside. So I'll just be like, oh, sun's down because it's 4 p.m. in the afternoon. There's no more sun. I'm just going to go bunker down and play video games all night, so... It'll be nice to actually get caught up on a lot of things. I'm excited too because Stadia is launching next month and ESO is one of the launch titles for it. So I don't think it's going to work out that well. <laughs> I think it's going to be okay. I have a hunch. My hunch is that what they're promising is just impossible. It's, I don't think it is though. Here's the, it's just not possible with the infrastructure they have. With Google's infrastructure? Yes. Like, they're talking about uh, crazy stuff like predictive button pressing to make their sl- problems easier. So it's not it predictive more... button pr- So this is the interesting no, thing. No, this is, this is a thing they actually talked about where they were going like, so we will create multiple instances based on common actions to determine yes. what button you're likely to press. What? Yeah, that so way. It's, neg- it's called negative latency. It's very interesting. Uh, basically, and a lot of games, single player games do this as well. And essentially what they do is given the number of outcomes for a different thing, what they do is like, essentially you can they move forward. Everything. Yeah. They, you can move forward, left, right, or backwards as, as a, in a kind of like a layman's term of saying like, those are the four options you can take. So because it's server based and there is no worry about putting too much load on a system, it basically what it will try to do is render all of those different outcomes as a possibility. And then when you press the button, it selects that one to avoid having to load that information coming in as if it's something new. Now, here's the thing. Doing that over an internet connection and on a server, that takes so much power that even like... How many people do they actually expect to have on this thing to make it worthwhile? Have you do you know how big their data centers are though? I and know how big their data centers the are. They're gigantic, but even for Google, what they want to do is impossible. I disagree. Did you do the Project Steam Project Stream? Uh, which I that was the Assassin's probably... Creed, where they basically yes, I did they that. let you do that. I, did that. I had zero problems with that. The entire time. I couldn't get it to work. You couldn't get it to work? Yes. Oh, I had, My, I, this was a very different internet connection for me. That's uh, fair. But even, like, I've tried similar things now, and even then I go, like, I can see the, basically I can see how it's loading. And even that little bit is too much. It's interesting, though, because it's, like, the other thing is, like, consider whenever I play Elder Scrolls Online right now, my latency is about 100 milliseconds right? at any given time. I wouldn't have to worry about that anymore because the server is integrated with the actual connection. So my connection to the latency for me to get to a Google data center is eight milliseconds because there's one in Toronto, which is not far from me. 
So that could potentially reduce all of my latency problems that I would have with Elder Scrolls Online because they're one and the same now. So I have hope for it. So we'll have to. What we'll do is after it comes out, uh, we'll do a stream where I'm testing it out, and maybe A can B can use my buddy pass and test it out for himself as well. And then Pylon will be going like, "Oh, geez, I can't hit anything. What's going on?" It's also funny though because. What's use... going on is Google Stadia isn't ready for its <laughs> launch day when it has a million people trying to use the service that they knew wasn't going to work in the first place. I use <laughs> GeForce now basically every every day. And, that's and Baratron and Laura agree with me. <laughs> I So I know of a couple of people who do use the GeForce Now yeah. service, which is still in, in beta, and I don't know. You see, on the one hand, I think it's great that people can continue playing on PC rather than getting to the point where, you know, their PCs aren't good enough to support the the, the, yeah. the graphics and the processing power and they have to give up. And they either have to give up playing or start all over again on one of the consoles because it's not possible to transfer your Elder Scrolls Online account yeah. to, a different, to a different platform. So, you know, from that point of view, it's great. But Playing on PC without all the add-ons? Oh my goodness. Oh, there will be add-on support. Yeah, you see, there isn't on the GeForce There now. isn't there right isn't now. There, you can make it work on GeForce now, but yeah, there isn't add-on support yet, but there's going to be add-on support for Stadia. They mm. people know. So that makes it a little bit better, too. Cause... I think it, well, it's kind of interesting. Um, It'll be interesting. I'm very curious to see how it goes. I have more hope I... than AKB. I believe Google's engineers are smarter than I, and, and I don't think they would have put this much money into marketing something that they didn't think Google Plus. Huh. Google what? Google exactly. Plus. Exactly. Right, but Google Plus was again, they tried it. It technically worked. It's just it didn't get the pickup. Yes. There was no technical limitations with it. I'm it just was saying more that. There were, actually. There were some technical limitations that made it really, really rude word annoying. Like, for example, if you wanted to, you know, Google owned Google Plus and Google owned uh, YouTube. And you think, hey, that's great. I've just uploaded a video to YouTube. I should be able to post it straight to Google Plus. Well, you kind of could, but you couldn't put a commentary with it. You know, normally you'd say, hey, I just put, you know, posted this thing and uh let's let's say for this we'd say oh and it's this week's it's podcast episode 35 with pylon akb alara and baritron you couldn't do that you could just yeah. post the video and i was like okay but I suppose it- you couldn't post multiple pictures in the same in the same thing you could i was like what then the technical limitations of google plus is what is, is what killed but i don't know if those were technical limitations they're implementation like, okay. Like that's user right. interface issues. Like okay. that they're just they did bad job at user interface mm-hmm. on that. Like it didn't go down constantly. It wasn't I'm, failing. My point with bringing up Google Plus though is that Google has tried to break into a market that it doesn't have any foothold in before. This in that case, it was social media. They didn't really have a main spot in there. I mean, they treat YouTube as that spot now, but that's an argument for another night. Now, they were like, okay, we're going to be in the new social media thing. Completely bushed everything. Was completely terrible. People people switched over and went like, wow, I don't like this at all. True. But you can also argue that they were a search company that had nothing to do with email. 
and they launched yeah. an email that... client, and that is now the world's biggest email client. Yeah, but they went in with just a great idea overall uh, for G- Gmail. This isn't a great concept. I disagree. I think it's going to be awesome, but we'll have to wait and I... see what it turns out to look like. I don't see the point of arguing in advance of the... Yeah, it's one of those things. We'll have to wait and see what it looks like to see if they can actually achieve what they're claiming they can, so... You think Pylon is right? Leave a message saying ProStadia. Hashtag ProStadia. Hashtag ProStadia. Awesome. Well, I think that's a good place to end it for tonight, though. We only had one crash, so I'm happy. So it'll just be a little bit of work for me to stitch that back together, but not too much tonight, so... And I didn't blue screen. <laughs> you didn't blue screen. Do you have a new computer or is it just luck of the draw uh, today? I don't know. Luck of the draw. It, it's still, <laughs> it, it's only done it the once since I had updated the drivers. So I still don't know, you know, if there's been an update since then. Looking at eventually getting a new processor and then ran and motherboard, motherboard with, with it. That. But yeah, now, I save up for that. <laughs> before we end things, I did make a promise. I might have tried to fool you guys by not playing Skyrim. And none of us were fooled. <laughs> no, I don't think anybody was fooled, AKB. I'm sorry. Nobody was fooled. So I no. know everyone was fooled by this. And you're going like, well, I don't remember this part of Skyrim at all. But mm-hmm. this isn't Skyrim. This is a mod for Skyrim called Enderall. It's by a long-standing mod team. They also released a similar mod for Narim. It's a total conversion. You can right now download it right off of Steam. If you have Skyrim, it'll create its own instance. So you can just jump right in, get a whole nother game for your buck. Awesome. Yeah, it looked really cool. It's very interesting. It was kind of dark at the beginning, but... Is it is it free? Does it cost money? It is completely free if you have Skyrim. And regular with... Skyrim yeah. or the special edition? Uh, Which one do you need? It's the original Skyrim. Uh, okay. There's mod... I'm sh- pretty sure they have support for a special edition but it was most people on pc have both versions awesome well i think that's a great place to leave it for tonight so on behalf of myself the absentee lost in hyrule baratron alara and akb i hope you guys all have a fantastic week and we'll be hopefully back assuming there's no other crazy problems next monday with another episode of the unofficial other scrolls podcast so bye for now and have some fantastic adventures in nern bye everybody but we didn't stretch it out to an hour 